Next, ReachMD presents the Oncology Power Hour, your dedicated source for focused oncology content. Small renal tumors and surgical judgment. What's the current lay of the land? You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a ReachMD special series exploring cancer. I'm your host, Dr. Gary Cohn, and joining me is Dr. Robert Thompson, who is a urologic oncology fellow at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. Dr. Thompson is also a former urology chief resident at the Mayo Clinic, and today we're going to be talking about the management of small renal tumors. Robert, thanks for being with us today. We appreciate your joining us. Glad to be here. Maybe before we get to the topic at hand, maybe you could give us a little background on how you got interested in this particular uh, subject. Well, I've been at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota for the last six years training for urologic surgery, and I'm currently at Memorial Sloan Kettering receiving more specialized care in urologic oncology surgery, and I'm planning to go back to the Mayo Clinic when I finish here. And during my training, I took a special interest in kidney cancer and the treatment of it. Well, for those of us who aren't surgeons out here, let's talk a little bit about nephrectomies for small tumors. From the surgeon's point of view, how big a difference is there between a partial nephrectomy and a, and a total nephrectomy? It was starting in the 1970s when it became known that surgical management of kidney tumors could cure the patient. And to date, that still remains the only curative form of therapy that's reliable. And in the 1970s, a radical nephrectomy was introduced, and that includes removing the entire kidney with the tumor in it, all of the fascia surrounding the kidney, part of the ureter, which drains urine down into the bladder, and the adrenal gland, which sits right on top of the kidney. Now, obviously, patients who have only one kidney, this would be a problem because they would need dialysis after the surgery. So in the 1980s, it became or it started to be reported that if you remove just the tumor and leave the rest of the kidney in for what we called imperative situations, that this was feasible. And it wasn't until the 1990s, at which time we started to realize that you could remove just the tumor, leave the rest of the kidney in, and in patients who had a normal contralateral kidney. And so from the surgeon's point of view, is there often uh, some indecision about which of those is the more appropriate procedure for a given patient? From my training and our point of view, if a tumor was seven centimeters or less, and it was what we call amenable Mm -hmm. to partial nephrectomy, then that's what we would offer regardless of the status of the other kidney. From a technical standpoint, Doing a partial nephrectomy requires a little bit more skill than doing a radical nephrectomy. And the reason that is, is during a radical nephrectomy, which again is removing the entire kidney, you tie off and sever all of the blood supply to the kidney. When you're doing a partial nephrectomy, the kidneys, which are very vascular organs, you have to temporarily occlude the blood supply to the kidney and then let it resume its flow, and it can be associated with increased blood loss. And how about from the patient's point of view, in terms of the experience, the recovery, back to work again, uh, much difference? They should be similar for either procedure. The procedure can be done open or laparoscopic for either a radical nephrectomy or a partial nephrectomy, and return to work and recovery should be similar for radical or partial but could depend on if it was done open or laparoscopically. From a practical point of view, does the surgeon 
sit down with the patient and offer them a choice in the matter. Yeah, that's what we usually do. We sit down, we have the films in front of us. We look at the patient and their comorbidities. We look at some of the medications they're on. We look to see what the other kidney looks like. We look to see if the patient needs a lymph node dissection. And this is all taken into account. And then we counsel the patient on whether it's best to observe or remove the tumor, partial or radical. Given that, you and your team wrote an article in the Journal of Urology about partial versus a radical nephrectomy. Did you suspect there would be a difference in overall survival? What led you to pursue this study in the, in the first place? That was our hypothesis. 10, 20 years ago, everybody thought that as long as you didn't go on dialysis, you were not going to have any complications with only having one kidney. And it wasn't until a few years ago when we found out that there is a graded impact on cardiovascular events, hospitalizations, and death once your kidney function starts to decline. And so there is a window between dialysis and the beginning of kidney failure where you can have complications from poor renal function. And so with this knowledge, knowing that as your kidney function declines, your risk of death, hospitalization, and heart attacks increase, and with the knowledge that doing a radical nephrectomy increases your risk of subsequent kidney insufficiency compared with partial nephrectomy, we assumed that if we had enough patients, we would eventually be able to show a difference in overall survival. Well, tell us how your study design worked and why you picked this particular approach to looking at the question. Well, we wanted a clean population. So we selected only patients who had a tumor that was small, and we defined that as four centimeters or less. And we only selected, included patients who had what we considered a normal contralateral kidney. So these were elective situations to just remove the small tumor for the patients that had a partial nephrectomy. And for comparison, we looked at this group of patients and some were treated with radical nephrectomy and some were treated with partial nephrectomy. Although as we gained more experience with the procedure, more patients were getting partial nephrectomy at the end of the time period. And you were looking at a uh, basically a registry. Correct. The Mayo Clinic has a kidney cancer tumor registry for every patient that goes to the operating room and signs a consent form. They are included in this registry. If you're just joining us, you're listening to a special series exploring cancer on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Gary Cohn, and I'm speaking with Dr. Robert Thompson. We're talking about the management of small renal tumors. Robert, you talked a little bit about how this study was designed and the methods you used. What did you find out? Essentially, our results showed that for patients less than 65 years old, if they were treated with a partial nephrectomy, they were more likely to survive compared to patients who were treated with a radical nephrectomy. And said another way, if you were treated with a radical nephrectomy, you were significantly more likely to die compared to patients treated with partial nephrectomy for similarly sized renal tumors. Did that surprise you? It didn't surprise us based on our hypothesis was that radical nephrectomy increases your risk for chronic renal insufficiency or kidney failure and chronic renal insufficiency is associated with increased risk of death. You mentioned that this would be true for patients under 65. How about the older age group? Could you conclude anything about them? We did not see a significant association with the older age group, but this is early in our experience. 
partial nephrectomy really didn't become popularized until the 1990s. And there are two other studies that I'm aware of. One that was just published in Cancer that used the SEER database that looked at, in a, in a univariate analysis, found that patients treated with radical nephrectomy were more likely to die compared to patients treated with partial nephrectomy. Now, this is the SEER database, so this includes only patients older than the age of 65. And there was also an abstract from Memorial Sloan Kettering. This also looked at the SEER database and showed similar findings that radical nephrectomy was associated with worse survival compared with partial nephrectomy in patients older than 65. In your paper, you talked about the increased risk of death and uh, how it persisted, adjusting for surgery. Is the strength of your data to date enough to make you incorporate that into your clinical decision-making? Should doctors use this? Should we wait for more studies? I don't think you need to wait for more studies to realize that partial nephrectomy should be at least offered to patients with small renal masses. And that's not just based on our study. There have been multiple studies that have shown that there is no difference in cancer-specific survival. When partial nephrectomy first became popularized, that was the big concern, is are we compromising the patient in terms of a cancer operation? And we now know that we're not, especially for these small kidney tumors. And if you can reduce their risk of subsequent kidney failure and subsequent events that occur with kidney failure, such as hip fractures, such as anemia and hospitalizations and death, then why wouldn't you do that? You talked about the registry at the, at the Mayo Clinic that you used for this. Is it likely that we'll ever see prospective studies on this question, or is this all going to be looking at uh, stuff that's been done in the past? I don't think a prospective trial is going to be able to be started now because some people, I think, would consider it unethical to randomize patients with a one-centimeter kidney tumor to a radical nephrectomy. Having said that, there is a prospective trial ongoing in Europe that has done something similar, and hopefully they'll be able to definitively answer this question for us in the next few years. Any idea the size of that? Not in terms of overall survival yet. Is this issue now amongst urologic surgeons, is it considered a controversial issue still? I would say yes. If you look at the National Cancer Registry, such as the SEER database, the group from Michigan reported a couple years ago that the utilization of partial nephrectomy in the United States from the early 2000s or, or from earlier in this century was only 20% for patients who had a tumor between the sizes of 2 and 4 centimeters. So... Essentially, we believe now that nearly 80% of patients during that time period were tr overtreated. Any sense of how the rest of the world approaches this or approached this problem in that same time frame? There are some reports from the UK showing similar findings that the use of radical nephrectomy in patients with small kidney tumors is much more than what we would recommend. Any other variables other than age that you would expect maybe down the road if you focused on would change the conclusions of this? Anything, now, now that you've had a chance to look at this, you've obviously had comments from people, anything that you would look at differently in another study? We would, if we had a bigger study, we would do a multivariate analysis adjusting for everything predictive of overall survival. But in a, in a single institution population study, with a limited number of events, we were not able to adjust for everything. And in fact, when we did adjust for ECOG performance status, 
patients who were treated with radical were more likely to die, but it was no longer statistically significant. However, we did adjust for multiple different features that are associated with poor survival, and the risk remained statistically significant comparing radical versus partial. I want to thank Dr. Robert Thompson for being our guest. We've been talking about the management of small renal tumors. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn. You've been listening to a special series exploring cancer on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. To comment or listen to our full library of podcasts, visit us at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Margaret Werenberg, author of The Anxious Brain from Naperville, Illinois, and you're listening to the first national radio channel created specifically for medical professionals, ReachMD. This has been a presentation of the Oncology Power Hour on ReachMD. Tune in for more dedicated oncology programming right after this short break.